Praise the Lord. You are now listening to True Bible Mission for Jesus Church, located at 6010 West Mill Road, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where the pastor is Elaine Allen. Praise the Lord, it's chat time. Praise, praise the Lord. Lord, it's chat time. Yes, praise the Lord, it's chat time again. This week, we will continue our discussion of current events and scriptures. Praise the Lord. So I got a little bit of cleanup here to do this uh, program because I failed to double check a, um, a story that somebody sent me. And I found out that you know, we were talking about Toy Story 4 and how Woody was going to be openly bisexual in this uh, Toy Story 4. It turns and out it turns out it's false. <laughs> okay. It doesn't say closeted. It says false. Okay. It's, <laughs> it was not a genuine news account, uh, nor was such a tweet issued by Disney... And um, NPC Daily is an entertainment website that does not publish factually accurate stories. And um, it states that NPC Daily is a satire site. Oops. And I think that happened to me once before. I was looking at, you know, somebody sent me something and it was a satire website. And um, I thought it was the truth and it isn't. So... I have to say we goofed, um, and I guess this isn't the first such piece of satire on animated actor characters. They've um, Snopes.com have previously debunked rumors about a transgender stingray in Finding Dory, a transgender hedgehog in the Sonic, the Hedgehog movie and a homosexual lion in the Lion King remake. And I think we talked about that yes. as well. So please forgive me for not checking my story carefully. And then, you know, I found a little 
we were talking about Toy Story 4. Well, you know, I guess it's a home run hit. You know, people like it. And we were talking about, you know, Spork. people were saying eh, Forky or Sporky or whatever his name is yes. is supposed to be. Um, um, have some type of... Uh, I don't want to say what I'm thinking. I have to regroup my words here because I don't want to offend anybody. But there, on the foot, there was a little... Um, emblem? Or? Emblem in different colors, okay. right. And that led people to believe that Forky was uh, transgender. And the short answer is no. But that hasn't stopped a fundamentalist panic over the character from cropping up. Ever since the first teaser for the film was released, there has been an aggressively transphobic movement that assumes because Forky is neither a fork nor a spoon that he is trans and then well, and is therefore would... indoctrinating children by being in Toy Story 4. Well, I don't know about indoctrination, but it would cause you to wonder why would they pick that particular type of character uh, you know something that's not a fork something that's not a spoon and did they say what the symbol was with the multicolors to it what, what is it I don't think it it just it didn't it says um, they said sporky representing a transsexual and it says no 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 there's no identity issue of any kind not even between fork and spoon what's more he's a he and this is made clear in the in his closing scene. He is more of a Frankenstein story. If you want to read too much into Bo Peep leading some of the action, you're only going to ruin a good time for yourself. I, but okay. he's but no, they, I, I couldn't find that. anything about the symbol, symbol. on. But like it's not uh, it's not like in the symbol of a flag. It's like a little night. Uh, I don't know what you would call a little. I don't know what you would call that little symbol. It's just like a half circle or something. Mm, okay. Just a half circle. Um, but, you know, people on Twitter have started to reclaim Forky. And just like Babadook before him, he's starting to gain status as a LGBTQ icon. So people are saying that, you know... It, People have an imaginative... Well, sometimes people feed into that imagination. I mean, sometimes it's not just the person's uh, paranoia. Sometimes but it's not just the individual coming up with something. The sometimes character, and I didn't see the movie, you know, but I guess he, he feels like he's an outcast. So I don't know. I don't know, because... He's not a fork, he's not a spoon. Right, <laughs> and an outcast, and, you know... And, uh, yeah, okay. Anyway, so I apologize for that. Someone sent me this article about Kourtney Kardashian crying over turning 40. <laughs> there are probably a lot of people who do that. They turn 40 and they think they like So in a recent over. season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, uh, in the trailer... She should be thanking the Lord she reached 40. She's a teary mess, I guess, because she's turning 40. Isn't that a shame? It's just giving her anxiety. She's telling her sister, Chloe, in the clip. But then you don't know if it's true or if it's or if it's for the clip or for, for the... Oh, for sure. You know, staged. But 
She should be thanking God that she she says she's reached that um, point in her life. You know, you don't have many decades in your life, and so she's reached a milestone. That's the truth. I mean, to you're really blessed uh, every year that you yes. are able to live, and you know, and you only God know that you only know that if. I made a little note on this thing. She needs Jesus. Yes. <laughs> I mean, because only if you have the Lord and and you're you know how life is. It's how just like it grass. I yes. mean, you could or a flower fades, or you know, you, you could be cut down in a minute. You right. Know? But it's by the grace of God that you reach the age that you do, whether right. it's forty, fifty, sixty, seventy. 89, you're 100. Uh, 120. <laughs> you know. And then somebody sent me this, and I don't know. I, you know, I, I read this article, and then what came to me is, you know how, oh, you know a person by the fruit that they bear. Okay. You know, so this is an anti-gay pa church pastor confessed to sexually abusing underage boys. Oh, that's a shame. And this God. is the Lighthouse Baptist church in Alabama and on its website it compares being LGB to bestiality and so John Martin who is the lead pastor of this is in Florence, Alabama he, uh, he resigned on June 23rd amid allegations of sexual abuse and when he resigned he confessed to his congregation that he had sexually abused a boy under the age of 16 which he referred to as an affair. Well, they... He said that he had confessed to his wife already. He checked himself into a psychiatric unit and turned over his guns, and then he was arrested. Oh, I was wondering if they were going to Yeah, he him. was accused of molesting one boy several times at his home on a road trip. He sent the victim explicit text messages, and so he also admitted to molesting did, another boy. So this boy. came to the light because he was caught or because he had a, a moment of clarity and his conscience condemned him. I mean, how did it doesn't. Come? It doesn't say how. It doesn't say. I guess the shock and awe of this story is that he was a church pastor who said he's anti-gay and all of this is... Uh, uh, every form of homosexuality, lesbianism, bisexuality, bestiality, incest, fornication, adultery, pornography are sinful perversions of God's gift of sex. And, you know, he made such a big deal about it. And I don't know. And I think that's what this story is about. It's like... He didn't get the beam out of his eye while he was talking about trying to get the moat out of somebody else. Right. But I was just thinking about you never know anybody really and you have to tell... People, you have to, you know, by the fruit that they bear. Right. And I remember just um, within the last couple of weeks, we were talking about in Alaska how at a government meeting, a um, person was allowed to give an invocation. In oh, yes. At uh, the beginning of a meeting. Right. Well, a Florida county, county's, policy of excluding atheists and humanists from offering invocations at board meetings uh, the violates the constitutions uh, the constitution and um, I guess the Supreme Court in that county or the 
not the Supreme Court, I think it was the Appeals Court, 11th Circuit Court of Appeals, said that it violates the U.S. Constitution's Establishment Clause. So, now, atheists and humanists are allowed to present secular invocations before the Board of Commissioner meetings and so who selects who can do the invocation? I mean, how is it determined who gets to do what and when? I mean, is it random? Do they they sort of what draw straws? I, mean, I have how, no how do idea. They know? I don't know. They're probably scratching their heads trying to figure out how they're going to do this now too. You know, I it's don't know how in, they did it before, it's but just in, it was invocations. That's what I would do. That's what we, in that case, we won't have them. And. Uh, typically, the commissioners only had invited Christians and Jewish speakers, and then five individuals who identified themselves as atheists decided to sue the board, and all four of them called themselves humanists, and then it went to the appeals court, circuit court of appeals, and so now... Uh, the commissioners also had expressed hesitancy to allow Wiccans and Rastafarians, Rastafarians, whatever that I'm sorry, is. Sorry, Rastafarians. Oh, Rastafarian. What are they? I guess. Uh, and that's interesting. That's like a that's like a religion. We'll it's, have it's to a, look it up here. It's a religion. But they they um they expressed hesitancy to allow them and Wiccans to pray. I can't imagine, well, I guess they call it praying. I don't know. So from their testimony, it is abundantly clear that most, if not all, of the commissioners exercise their discretion in a way that discriminates among religions based on their beliefs, favoring some but not all, and from not all monotheistic and familiar religious sects over those faiths that fall outside of the mainstream. So, the Rastafarian is a religious movement of the Jamaican or origin, holding that blacks are the chosen people. Oh Lord! I mean, now listen. I, I, I have a problem when they base being chosen by God on race, and us is by faith. I have a problem with people talking about white churches, black churches, and uh, Latino churches. It shouldn't be divided like that. It all should be under the word. It all should be in love. It all should be in the Holy Spirit. You know, it shouldn't be that people are so conscious of their skin color that they're even trying to base salvation around it. That is, that's ridiculous to me. Yeah, and I don't. I couldn't sit through an invocation where a person's an atheist because I don't know what in the world they're referring to. What the universe? I mean, energy. I have no idea what they're talking about. I wouldn't be able to sit through one where the people were all doing an all black invocation, uh, all red, all brown, all white. I would not. It would irritate me, no end, because it still it. What it does is it, it, it isolates it. It alienates. Another group, and I. Well, I guess know, I what you're saying weird. is that it also—that's how the atheists and humanists felt, and the Wiccans and the other religions right. feel because they feel alienated. Like, that's why we wouldn't have any. 
<laughs> any invocation. None well, anyway, whatsoever. so now it was in Alaska. Now I'm talking about it in Florida. So just... Right, it's um, beginning to spread. You know, just make sure. So then I, I found this article here. I thought it was hilarious, but it's really not. And... And I'm trying to think what 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 what's missing from this this whole scenario, and I, I'm thinking wisdom. I'm thinking the wisdom of God, the wisdom. It, it's it, what happened is that a, a second one, second grader, came to school and gave another second grader some of the play money she brought to her school which is suburban maryland school and the purse the little person that um yeah this is this has been checked out on snopes this is a legitimate <laughs> this news is, article this is true it's, okay. it's from All the right. washington post okay and it says the classmate went to try to use this it was a fake play money hundred dollar bill okay and on this hundred dollar bill it has clearly written on there, this is a co copy of money. All right. So you know right then and there when you look at it. Anyway, this classmate tried to use this mock $100 bill for lunch. Well, you have to understand when a child would try to do that. Right. And how old are you in, in what, 7, 10, something yes. like that? You know. So then, before long, they called security. <laughs> All right, security is involved. What does security do? They called the Prince George's County Police. <laughs> what do you think Prince George's County Police did? They called in the U.S. Secret Service <laughs> because this is a counterfeit scheme. Oh, my goodness. The grandmother of the little girl, who is then seven years old, who brought in the bills, which were realistic but clearly marked Fashion prop money, copy money, and the copy money shop of XDOWMO, whatever. Right. The girls were not led away in handcuffs, nor were they suspended, but they were handled insane. a bit harshly, I think. I do, too. You know? I can't imagine how a seven-year-old thought, <laughs> she probably thought she had something and... You know, then all of a sudden, all these officials. And she probably couldn't figure out, what, what, what did I do? But I guess something similar happened on May 14th in the, in Maryland again. And it was a 10-year-old with a learning disability brought mock $100 bills on the school bus with him and, and shared these bills with other, his other Yes. classmates on the bus mm -hmm. well a bus driver found a stray bill on the bottom floor of the bus the driver told a supervisor the supervisor told the police who came to investigate the child was identified through a bus camera video recording the police officer went to the boys elementary school and questioned him and then the police called in the Secret Service <laughs> because they, de they deal with counterfeit money. And the mother, 
you know, was outraged, and she wrote, you yeah, know, posted an insane. online petition right. asking why a call was made to law enforcement rather than calling the mom. And the fact that the money clearly states that it it's is fake. fake, why would you even bother? I don't understand. It's like they lost their minds. I think the bus driver was just upset because it was fake. I think he thought he found <laughs> the real thing and didn't, and he got angry know. and reported him. I don't know, but this is a big, long article about this issue, and... Maryland just lacks common sense, and as a whole, it's contagious. And then it goes in about the discipline of the children and how they're setting them up for... Um, Discipline. The, the, the parents and the grandparents feel like it's just childish behavior. Right, it you is. You know, and then you take care of we it that way. We used to have fake money all the time. I know. I know, we used to play with that all the time. Right. But um, I don't know if it comes from not being able to discipline or touch the children, but you don't have to touch them. All you right. have to do is talk to all them. All you have and to do is them. read and say, even though it's fake, you can't bring it on school grounds. All you have to do is just read what it says and then act accordingly. This is too ignorant. Anyway, I don't know. Marilyn needs some wisdom. Yes. God's wisdom. And then here, I don't know how far along we'll get. Avril Levine, I guess she's a singer, and uh, her like fans her fans aren't really pleased with her. She's a Canadian artist, and she recently unveiled some sinister-looking promo art for her single, and it's called "I Fell in Love with the Devil." Uh, well. So some of her Christian followers took to comments to voice their opinions against the darkly themed imagery. Devil music. Our Avril Levine recently unveiled some promo art. Um, the ballad features lyrics like, I fell in love with the devil, and now I'm in trouble. I fell in love with the devil, I'm underneath his spell. Someone send me an angel to lend me a halo. I fell in love with the devil, please save me from this hell. And so on her album, she's dressed in, you know, kind of sinister outfits. And But someone I was telling, I was telling, talking to someone about this article, and I was saying how some of the Christian followers took to the comments to voice their opinions against this. And the person said, what in the world are Christians listening to this? We're uh, <laughs> listening to worldly music in the first place for, True. you know, and and it just thing it just seems kind of silly, but you just don't know, you just don't know. Yeah. Well, and then again, what some people call Christians, refer to as Christians, to me, it's not really a Christian. Just to say I believe doesn't make you a Christian. You know, you have to uh, believe unto salvation because he said even even the devil believes and trembles you have to you have to believe unto faith yeah. and uh, quickly this will be our last topic here mom gave birth to a healthy baby after doctors were pressuring her every week to abort a supposedly disabled child hmm. she went to the doctor and uh, she was told that her baby was suffering from medical problems and that she should abort the baby. 
and was informed at her 13-week scan that her baby may be suffering from bladder obstruction and could possibly be suffering from Edwards syndrome. Unsure about the what the diagnosis entailed, the mother said she was disturbed by being offered an abortion every week by her doctors. And the, despite the doctors assuring her that Edwards syndrome would mean that her child would be born severely disabled, um, she had a gut feeling her her little one is going to survive. And she decided to press ahead with the pregnancy, and her doctors just kept bugging her. Um, the doctor kept asking, do you want to terminate? There's a low chance he would survive, and every week they asked, do you want to terminate? Eventually, the 21-year-old had to be a, had to become firm with the doctor and said, I, I, I don't, don't ask me that again. I'm keeping the baby. And incredibly, the baby was a boy and is named Ollie, was born completely healthy. His bladder obstruction had sorted itself out and the Edwards syndrome was ruled out. And uh, now this mother is warning other mothers about being falsely advised to terminate their unborn babies. Right. Everything they told me uh, was going to happen didn't, and y you don't know what's going to happen. Now, in light of this miraculous birth, her message to expectant mothers is simple. Never, ever give up on your child. Right. And what gets me is that I'm thinking the Lord has to, in my opinion, has to have something special for this child because it seems like the enemy was determined oh, to try to true. have his life in it. Yes, like man say no, but God said yes. Right. But that's something. I mean, that's got to be stressful going to the doctor for your checkup and, and then constantly telling, telling you because and then so, and then so it learned. just kind of makes you um, feel like your faith is going to waver. You've got to be strong. You've got to stand strong. Right. You've got to because know because the people who are advising you are supposed to be experts. You've got to you got to know. And they're telling you you don't know. We we've gone to school for this. You know we've trained for this, and we're telling you this is our medical opinion. You know, we're specialists, and, you know, you're going to end up bringing a child to the world that's going to be sick and a burden. And finally she said, well, that's my burden. You got to well, turn their wisdom to nothing. Yes. And, and you know, there's a, a place for doctors. I can't say that there is the Lord bless doctors with, with the knowledge, ability and knowledge. And when they get that God syndrome in them, when they think that they know and that they decide who lives and who dies, you know, then you're in trouble. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a Christian doctor in um, England who could lose his medical license after interjecting his faith into meetings with his parents. And uh, he's a general practitioner, and he's facing disciplinary action. He's faced it before in 2012. He received a warning uh, for telling a psychologically troubled 24-year-old patient that unless he turned to Jesus, he would eternally suffer. He furthermore alleged, uh, allegedly said, the devil haunts people who do not turn to Jesus. So I guess um, people complained, and um, I guess he uh, is facing losing his medical license for sharing his faith. Um, this is another doctor, and it's... Um, 
And I'm hoping the young man turned to the Lord because even if the man loses his license, that message might have done enough so that the person would know to make that choice. Somebody finally told him, there's a choice. You have a choice. You could turn to the Lord. Yeah, and that I seed has been planted. Right. Right. So I don't know. Doctors don't know everything, they but you do. have to. But people in general, period, have to follow the leading of the Lord. Right. Because sometimes you know some things and you have to ask the Lord, how should I say this? How should I talk to this person? Right. How should I do this? Because you don't want to, you don't want to push people away. You want to draw them right. to the Lord. And even Paul says some things they did in private and in, in secrecy because of a person's position, and you know they didn't want the person to lose out. But in, in the position that they were in, they had to witness to them in in, in private. You know, so sometimes you you have to use wisdom and discretion. Right. Yes, praise the Lord and let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Today's verse of the day comes from Galatians 5 and 1. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Now, ain't God all right? God, God is, is all, all right. right. Praise the Lord, and let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Last week's food for thought was, where are the eyes of the Lord? And the answer is, in every place. The answer can be found in Proverbs chapter 15, verse 3, which reads, The eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. This week's food for thought is, When you give your heart to the Lord... What are you supposed to do with your eyes? Hint, the Bible. And that's food for thought.